Tell them it's show for the broken. 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 Tell them it's show for the broken. Yeah. It's show for the broken. Yeah. It's show for the broken. Yeah. It's show for the broken. Welcome to the Healing Broken Souls Podcast. I'm Kyron Montero, member of Great Second Baptist Church. I'm here sitting with Pastor Benny L. Powell Sr. Pastor of Greater Second Baptist Church here in Marion, Indiana. Also with Pastor John Bowanowski of Solid Rock Church of Warren in Warren, Indiana, where he is the pastor at. Give him a round of applause. So I want to ask you gentlemen a few questions um, for this podcast and what's to come. And the first question that I want to ask, and John, starting with you, is... How did you and Pastor Powell come together? Well, Benny and I started uh, our friendship in uh, Taylor University. Uh, we were both non-trad students, and we both were in a class together, and this one particular uh, teacher was totally blew our minds because he was of the mindset that if you're not in my class on time, I lock the door. And if you show up, I'm not even going to open the door because their time is valuable to them. So we're not going to take away from them. And so when we saw that happen for the very first time, we both looked at each other and like, wow. Yeah, that was that was a feat right there. <laughs> and, and so we both started. uh you know, hanging out together as far as like sitting in class and talking about little things, and that's what started. Okay, Pastor Powell, what about you? Well, you know what, John is absolutely right. One of the things that, uh, as we began to formulate our friendships, we had this area uh, on the first floor where all the non-trad students would uh, come together. Initially, it was just me and John, and then we saw some older individuals starting to gather there. So. That was the area that the younger students knew that they couldn't come and, and, and invade our area space. So, um, you know, there was a, a coming together even at that time. And one of the things that um, that really, really brought me towards John as a friend was, you know, uh, the struggles and the trials that he was going through and the struggles and trials I was going through. Uh, I remember the one distinct thing. Uh, he had a young a daughter who was pregnant, and, and at that time, that uh, young child had a baby that were conjoined twins, and that was a very impactful part of of their life at that time. And you know, I, you know, we we just uh, came alongside each other, and we've been friends ever since. Yeah, that that was a very hard time, but that's what really helped solidify Benny and I's relationship. He's the only one that gets to call me Johnny, by the way, and. Um, Throughout that time, you know, God brought two people who were completely opposites together. And when we sit back and we talk about diversity and everything, you know, we came from two different worlds, but yet God brought us together and we have been so tight ever since. I mean, Benny is my bestest, the best friends next to Christ and my wife, Marsha. But, um, you know, there is absolutely nothing that I would not do for Benny, for Reverend Paul. And in... That's true. This man will get out of your bed, out of his bed, at uh, uh, 12 o'clock at night and drive all the way to Davenport, Iowa, to help you move. And he would not stop until the last piece. 
this is a true story. We packed a truck to the brim. And he said, we got anything else? I said, no, man, we can't put nothing else in this truck. What are we going to do? So, but, you know, that's the type of friend him and his wife are. You know, um, we've been friends for well over 20 years. Um, and, you know, we've cried on each other's shoulders. We, He's gone into the hospital where, you know, I basically said, you know what, when you get out of here, I'm going to kill you. Yep. <laughs> so, so, that's a story in itself. That is a story in and of itself. But, you know, our friendship has lasted and endured uh, not just because of who we are, but because of the love that we have for Christ. And um, this ministry of uh, healing broken souls is, is important. John always said that we were going to work together. And so this is that offshoot or that beginning of that process. Okay. So that brings me to the next question. Why are you guys coming together for this podcast? Wow. Now, that's that's a lot. Uh, when you think about uh, everything that's going on in the world today and the influx of information that, is, that a person can receive today, um, it's so paramount that there's healthy information being put out there. And, you know, the one thing that we believe is that the word of Jesus Christ is the healthiest thing for people uh, to have in times like these. Amen. You know, uh, when you look at... Um, what's going on with families, individuals, children, uh, middle-aged people, older people, you know, all these broken souls uh, that needs refreshing and renewing is, is paramount. I think one of the strongest things that we want to promote also is commitment. Um, living in today's times, there's the lack of commitment to so many different things in life. The reason why our relationship is as strong as it is, first and foremost, we give it to the glory of God. But secondly, we committed to each other. And when we developed our friendship, we were like, you know, we're brothers for life. And we've lived that out and we'll continue to live that out until we reach the other side of heaven. Yeah. I remember when they uh, took all of us, we were still in the seminary. And uh, Dr. Cook had a class. Um, I forget the name of the class, John. You might remember it. It was Intro to Psychology. Intro to Psychology. And so he put five of us together. Uh, it was me, John, um, and three other individuals. Uh, um, and Dr. Cook said, you guys are supposed to stay together for the rest of your life. Uh, another individual name was named Lionel. you remember the other two? Jeff Alexander. Okay. And a young man, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, and we were supposed to stay together for for life. This was the commitment that Dr. Cook had us make. And out of all that, the it wound up two had already fallen off very early in the process. And then um, Jeff was the last one prior to graduation that had fallen off. Now there's intermittent contact with Jeff here and there, mm -hmm. uh, but the. Thing that has remained and stayed constant is that commitment towards uh, me and John. And, and, you know, and I don't mind saying it, you know, I, sometimes I tell John, I said, you know what, you're a better friend to me than I am to you sometimes. And, you know, he comes back with his angelic Not so. response. <laughs> so, Not so. <laughs> so. But, you know, that's what brought forth what we're trying to do today because there are people out there with broken souls and broken hearts and they're living in a life and lifestyle that they're not happy with. And so, you know, maybe if we can give some words of encouragement, we're not trying to battle the world. We're just trying to promote uh, wellness and healing in Jesus Christ. Yep. 
That brings to the third question. What is the point of this podcast? What is the purpose of this podcast? Healing Broken Souls. Well, one of the things is it's important for us to all recognize that we are all broken. You know, when we look at the faces of brokenness, we can point to ourselves in the mirror every morning and see the brokenness that we have within ourselves, whether it be spiritually, mentally, financially, or whatever. Um, a lot of times we don't want to admit that brokenness for whatever reason. And we can't heal unless we first accept, you know, that we are a broken people. Uh, we, we are broken due to sin. And so we serve a, a wonderful God who realizes that and sent his son Christ to die for us. I mean, here we are, it's Easter weekend, and um, it's real important for us to be able to see that when God reaches out to heal our brokenness, that we should be doing the same with one another. And, you know, and, and the one thing about it, we, you know, we've worked in the social work field for so, so many years. He mm-hmm. has worked in it. I'm, I'm, I'm continually working in it. And the one thing about uh, when you're looking at the purpose for why you're coming, uh, it just can't be just a base, okay, uh, Band-Aid patching moment. You know, this is something that has to uh, uh, help uh, people endure for a lifetime because, you know, once you're broken, uh, you don't want to have to come back and get fixed again. You know, uh, in the Japanese culture, they have this uh, pottery process called kintsugi. And in kintsugi, what it is is that once a pot is broken— you come along and you put gold and silver in it uh, to to mend the broken cracks. You know, um, the Bible talks about God being the the potter and we're the clay and he's molding us. So whether it's the clay or whether it's the, the filling of the cracks, the purpose is to make the person whole again. And I think that that's what we want to uh, help people realize and understand that, yeah, your body may fail you. Yeah, your mind may get tired. And yeah, uh, uh, your kids have gone crazy. And yeah, your marriage may not be the healthiest. But that, but through it all, you can still be healed. You can still take your broken areas and mend and be uh, 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 whole again with Jesus Christ and, and letting, letting you know that even though this side may be hard, the end results is going to be great. Absolutely.
And then, and finally, I'm going to say this, and then, you know, everything that happens in life, people say it happens for a reason. But I believe in God's ordained plan for things to be as they are. And the one thing about it is that your brokenness does not limit you to uselessness. Okay? So even even though you may not be able to do all the things you used to do, I love to run like I did when I was 16 years old. I could run a mile in uh, under four minutes. You know, that's going to take four days right now, you know. But even in that, it is still, you know, you still have purpose. You still have a worth. And that's what we want God's people to know, no matter where you are, no matter what stage of life you're in, your brokenness uh, uh, can be can be healed. You can still do great things for the body of Christ. And, you know, that's that's so important. You know, a person that can be standing erect and up and, you know, a person that sings in the choir or works every day and then when next thing you know they're down and now they feel broken and shattered and they, they're about ready to give up. But if you can come alongside of them and walk with them and say, you know what, you're still uh, God's chosen, you're still God's uh, uh, person, and that you if you can't sing anymore, at least, you know, sit by the door and be an usher, you know. And then that'll give them strength. That'll give them vitality through the strength of Jesus Christ. You know, you know, we think it's our strength that we're doing all these things, but it's in the strength of Jesus that Galatians and Ephesians talks about the strength standing his strength and in his might. And that's how we will uh, help heal our brokenness. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. That'll be a wrap-up for the answer.